Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. Thank you for joining us today. Today, we'll be speaking again our second segment uh, with a young woman that has chosen adoption for her newborn daughter 10 years ago. And uh, we started last week where she shared her story about what it was like prior to placing her daughter, uh, Alicia, with a family. And um, today we have Shauna in the studio with us. And we have on the phone uh, Elaine, the adoptive mother, with her uh, in Southern California. So, again, Shauna, thank you for being in the studio with us. And Elaine, thank you for being with us on uh, the phone. Uh, Welcome both of you to the, um, the show. Hi, thanks for having us. And so last week we did discuss a little bit about um, the adoption prior to uh, Alicia's birth, a little bit about how you went about the process of having 400 uh, resumes to look at Shauna and uh, Elaine about your prior infertility of giving birth to two twin boys that were seven years old, meeting um, Shauna, you were going through some rebellious years, you were 17 years old, broke up with a birth father and um, really trying to find yourself. Um, you were going to a Christian boarding school and really wanted to do right um, for your child. And mm-hmm. so um, you had met, where we, we left off last week was that you met um, and you had um, come to a decision that you really wanted to um, go forth now with this adoption. So Elaine, let's go back um, to where we left off last week, um, to where you were, and uh, you had educated yourself about open adoption. You had met some people that had an open adoption, and you were really deciding that this is what you wanted to do, but Shauna had not had done as much um, homework and really didn't want an open adoption. Right. So, you know, that was, had you discussed that with Shauna a little bit about with the type of adoption you wanted? Um, Elaine, let's start with you first. Um, yeah, what happened was when we went up north, we had to do, I think, about five different lawyer meetings all in one day because Shauna was very close to her due date by then. Mm-hmm. And so what we did when it came to the part of discussing contact was um, we knew that Shauna chose us in Southern California so she wouldn't worry about running into us on the street and mm-hmm. didn't really want the contact. And so we approached Shauna and asked her if she did not want it, would, would it be okay if her mom... Um, had contact with Alicia and could be Alicia's grandma. And this was the first grandchild being born, even though Shauna had two older sisters. And so Shauna said that was fine if her mom was fine with it. So we asked her, uh, spoke to Janelle, Shauna's mom, and asked her about it. And I think she cried for about a half hour. Um, Mm -hmm. She was so amazed that we would want her to do that. And it's been great ever since she's a grandma Mm -hmm. um she's a grandma to the boys i think that's a new experience for her Mm -hmm. um especially as they're teenagers but she you know comes and visits and stays with us and we've gone to visit her and um alicia knows her as a grandma just like my mom and my mother-in-law and tell me this was something that you had because you learned a lot i know going into some training and meeting people too a lot of families feel very threatened by this, and they think, oh, my gosh, you know, how could you do that? Do you feel threatened by a parent? Do you feel that you're less of a mom uh, with uh, a birth grandmother with Sean in your life? I mean, that's uh, pull pull back all the onions, you know, peels. Yeah. That's what people feel. Right, and people look at Shauna and I sometimes like we're from Mars or something. Mm-hmm. When they find out who she is and they're horrified that, you know, she might want to take Alicia away. But I think that when you've made that commitment, I mean, the decision Shauna made to allow Alicia to have a mom and a dad was so selfless. And that, 
feeling of Shauna's has carried into our whole relationship. She wants what's best for Alicia. Mm-hmm. When she sees Alicia with us, even today, even when she was a baby, it affirms her decision because Alicia's a happy kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Shauna loves my husband, and she didn't grow up with a dad, and she loves seeing Alicia with the dad. Mm-hmm. So instead of feeling threatened by it, Alicia can't invent some fantasy mom that's way more fun and um, lenient than me. <laughs> Is that, yeah. You know, she knows Shauna, and Shauna backs up our parenting. She at least tries, believe me, to push her around sometimes, mm-hmm. like everybody. Uh-huh. And um, she says, Alicia, I think your mom said this, you know. Uh-huh. And so it, it isn't threatening. It's great having her really grow up in the family. She was at my boy's age when we met her. Yeah. And so we've grown up with Shauna. Yeah. Shauna has a big smile on her face across from me here in the studio. So, Shauna. That's so is, weird. Is, is that <laughs> true? Yeah, it's absolutely true. We have a we have a very close relationship that has no stereotype. There's mm-hmm. no precedent for our kind of our relationship. We're family and we're friends, and we it's like sometimes mother daughter, and sometimes sister to sister, and mm-hmm. sometimes you know I I can see them as an example of how I want to parent my children someday, and. Mm-hmm. And it's all of those things, and and eventually, I'd like to see it become become a stereotype that mm-hmm. this is this is the kind of potentially the kind of relationship any birth mom can have with their with their adoptive family. Right, and you didn't did you ever feel like you wanted Alicia back? No, no, I'm much happier with her in their care mm-hmm. and. Like Elaine said, every single day I'm reminded of what a good decision that was. Mm-hmm. Because we, I, I hear um, all the time, you know, that we, we, we see birth moms that write and they're walking wounded. They can't get past that. And that's one mm-hmm. of the shows coming up in the next few weeks. You know, women that just can't get past that. It's so sad. And they feel like these babies were ripped out of their womb. Well, I, I, I experienced something similar before I, Alicia was born that uh, fa- close family friend of my mother's mm-hmm. adopted a child and the mother took the baby after three weeks mm-hmm. and it just was heartbreaking to yeah. see this mother this adoptive mother that bonded so much with the baby in three mm-hmm. weeks and then having the the birth mom take the baby away I did not want that for my daughter mm-hmm. and it just seems like the the adoptive family would hold back love if they were afraid Mm-hmm. of that happening and I wanted to reassure mm-hmm. the the Markleys that that I wasn't going to do that and also the birth mom that she's making this choice because she wants to and that she feels is the best choice too so right. that she doesn't feel as painful too uh Elaine so the relationship now is is good and I, I want to kind of go back to your daughter Alicia now uh, I know one thing that I know that you said that you really wanted to share was how Alicia feels about Sean at this time that that, that was really important that mm-hmm. we share that today can you share a little bit about how Alicia feels about Shauna today. Um, <clears throat> well, we had she's heard ten that, years old today. Right, she's yeah. ten, and Alicia's she's always been relationally very mature um, for her age. Along with being five two and a half, she did end up being really tall. Um, she looks older, but she also relationally gets things. And when she was about four, I remember we were out walking in the neighborhood, and she was she'd seen a picture of me when I was pregnant with the boys, and mm-hmm. she wanted to see a picture of me when. She was in my tummy, and I'd oh, we'd always use the word adoption around her. Mm-hmm. One of our boys prays every single night, thank you that we got to adopt Alicia. He still does it 18 years later. Mm-hmm. And um, so mm-hmm. I explained to her more now what adoption meant. Well, that means 
and I explained how I couldn't, you know, have any more babies in my tummy, and so she, you know, grew in somebody else's tummy who chose us then to be her parents. And she and she and I, she said, well, who is my whose tummy did I grow in? And I said, well, the person, you know, you know how the boys have blonde hair like me and blue eyes, and you kind of look like the person. And and who do you think it is? And she she goes, is it Shauna? And <laughs> and I said. Yeah, it is Shauna. She absolutely knew, and she was four years old. And then Shauna can tell the rest of that story. Yeah, she was actually not four yet. I think she was three and a half, you're right. Yeah, she was three and a half. And um, I... This is a could be a whole different story, but I was just diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, and it was a very hard Christmas for me. And Alicia calls me, and and my whole family's there, and um, she's like, I just figured out why you're so special. Mm. And I was like, why is that? And she's like, because I came out of your tummy and I was naked in there. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. I know. <laughs> oh, bless so she's always known. She's always heard the story of them driving down to driving up to Northern California when she was born and. I mean, even before she could really understand it. So when she told me that over the phone, it just all connected for her. And mm-hmm. it was just really, really darling. Mm-hmm. And that, that's so sweet because it really did connect to her. And, yeah. you know, and that's nice that she could do that. She could pick up the phone. Like you said, I'm sure, Elaine, you dialed the number for her. But oh, she yes. she was able yeah. to make <laughs> right. that connection there. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, We so, were laughing so hard. We could not believe that she... And she got it. She knew she was naked in there. I mean, yeah. she uh. really understood what that meant. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, it was just such a crack up, and over the years, she's um, she went through a stage. I think around six and seven, where almost every single person we met, she, when Shauna would be with us, Shauna's gone to our boys' sports events over the years, Alicia's sports events, and she'll tell people, um, in case you don't know, this is Shauna, and she's my birth mom. And in case you don't know what that means, it means I grew <laughs> in her tummy. I mean, she was very yeah, blunt she... about it. Now she's a little more mature and a little more, you know, she knows people. She get had it. her little six-year-old soapbox. Right. Yeah. She was an educator. Right, yeah, <laughs> at that time. Do you have some thoughts about you know the, there? You have I know some feelings about um, Alicia's ability to touch and hold and connect with her right. biological history, her, her mother, her grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is important for adoptive moms and also birth mothers. Right. Uh, share with me a little bit about uh, about that. We're going we're going to take a break in one minute, so we may want to come mm-hmm. back with that. Uh, but I want you to think about um, you know how we're going to connect with that. In fact, I think we're going to go to break prior to that, but. When we come back from break, I want to share a little bit about that because this is something that I find that a lot of time uh, that people don't make that connection. You know, we have this little tiny baby, we're holding our arms and they're gooing, they're so cute. We don't think about years later about the connection this this, this child's going to grow up again. They're going to have needs of their own. And I want people to think about that. So we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about open adoption, one woman's story, a birth mom, adopted mom, and this very special child. We'll be right back after this break. All children deserve a home, and Lifetime Adoption wants to help those children find a home. If you're starting to explore adoption, Lifetime can help you learn more and find the resources you need. Lifetime has been committed to supporting birth families and helping children for nearly 20 years. They offer guidance and encouragement during and after your pregnancy. At Lifetime, open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family. Choose how much contact you want and choose how you want the adoption to happen. The choice is up to you. 
Lifetime is known for their caring and genuine concern for the birth mother's well-being before and after adoption. They're able to provide adoption services to prospective adoptive families and birth parents from all over the nation. And Lifetime provides you with a 24-hour hotline for support and guidance. To find out more information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com. Give the gift of your home to a deserving child. Call 800-923-6784. Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. This is Marty Caldwell, and uh, you're on KFIA 710. If you just joined us today, we're in our second part of our topic uh, this is a birth mom story with a birth mom, adoptive mom, an open adoption story about uh, a really special young lady um, that has chosen open adoption for her daughter at birth. Her daughter now is 10 years old. We have in the studio Shauna, and she is sharing her story about her adoption of her daughter. She uh, chose adoption at birth for her daughter, and uh, she's in the studio with us. And on the phone, we have um, her adoptive mom that she chose for her daughter, um, Elaine, in Southern California. And we've been sharing now in these two segments about open adoption. And uh, before the break, we talked a little bit about how um, your daughter, uh, Shauna, had shared a little bit about uh, how she discovered that you were her birth mother. And Elaine, we're sharing a little bit about how she called you on the phone and said that she realized that she grew in your tummy and she was naked in there. <laughs> and how cute a story that was, too. Elaine, so... How did you share with your friends and family about this relationship that you were going to have this open adoption? Did anybody kind of, you know, take a gasp when you said you wanted to have an open adoption with um, your daughter's birth mother? Yeah, most people did. Um, they just they never thought of it before. It wasn't something that they had observed. But we talked to our families especially, um, knowing that Shauna would come for birthdays sometimes and her mom would be there, and we explained to them why we wanted to do that. And we want, we first of all, you know, Shauna's made such sacrifice, unbelievable. And I think that any young woman who's willing to think outside of themselves and make that kind of sacrifice deserves to be able to know how that turned out, to mm-hmm. be able to at least have contact. And um, I know we're at the extreme side of open adoption, but Alicia... And Shauna needs to be able to hold each other. Shauna's quite a napper, and they've taken naps together, and they're very cuddly. Shauna and I are cuddly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it just seems right. Alicia looks so much like Shauna. Shauna's able, or Alicia's able to look at Shauna and understand why her legs are so much longer than mine. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. And mm-hmm. Alicia has said to me um, one time, I asked her. I said, "What does Shauna feel like?" Because they've been real cuddly and affectionate. And I said, "What does she feel like to you?" And she said it wasn't really like me. It wasn't like an aunt. It was more like if she had a really special big sister who lived away at college or something and came um, home to visit. Like, mm-hmm. she, But she said she really doesn't feel like anybody else. She just feels like Shauna. Mm-hmm. And recently we were talking about it, and I was explaining that not all adopted kids get to know their birth moms, you mm-hmm. know. And she goes, oh, Mom, if I didn't know Shauna, I would want to go looking for her and um, if I walked past her on the street and I didn't know her, I would know it was her. That's what Alicia said to me. Wow. So there's definitely just a very unique, special bond there mm-hmm. that can't really be described in any other way. And when I see them together, it brings me joy. Um, how can I not love Shauna knowing that Alicia's my daughter because mm-hmm. she chose me? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. I'm looking at a picture right now, and, and Shauna does look so much like, um, uh, you know, both your daughters. I mean, she's Alicia's so cute, and she looks so much like her. And it is sad. And I, I know as an adoptive mom myself, um, you know, I have seen pictures, and I've met my um, you know, my son uh, and my daughter's uh, biological family, and the resemblance. Um, you know, it's really nice to have that because they they know where they get their feet and their their nose and their merry widows and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to have that kind of information. And it's it's sad when you don't have that because I think there is some questioning. And we're trying to change the way people look at adoption because um, I think there is that questioning when you go to the mall and you look around and you think that person looks like me. Maybe mm-hmm. that is. And I think there's enough confusion in the world that we don't have to add more to our children's life. It's really important that we have that um, information for our children. But people have to be educated. And I think it's really good that you at least have that information for your children, too. You know, Shauna, um, how do you feel about the relationship you have with the family? I mean, sometimes families don't hold up their part of the agreement in open adoption. And it's really heartbreaking when I hear that. You know, a lot of birth moms listening to this now may not have the blessings you have with a family that has held that up. What can you say to a birth mom? I know I'm putting you on the spot with right. that, but well, actually, I read this question, and um, and I'm not aware of birth, I mean, adoptive families who have not held up their um, their end of the adoption agreement, um, and it's shocking to me mm-hmm. that they would. Um, withhold, uh, um, you know, their their daughters or their sons' um, life from their birth mother if they chose open adoption, and um, I'm like I've just been really surprised by that because I, like you said, I'm so blessed with the family that I chose. Um, that if anything, I we had, I mean, our original adoption contract or mm-hmm. you know said agreement. agreement said letters and pictures mm-hmm. and maybe one visit a year or something like mm-hmm. that and to think about that contract and upholding that contract would be devastating to me mm-hmm. because our relationship is so close now mm-hmm. I mean I call Elaine at 11 o'clock at night about boy problems mm-hmm. you know I I feel like our relationship is so close that I don't know what my life would look like without the Mm -hmm. Markleys, you Mm -hmm. know, and Phil has been a comfort to me in surprising times Mm -hmm. and, you know, relating to the boys when I'm there that I just have a lot of fun with them. And, um, they were just up up here in Northern California this summer. And, and I just feel like that contract doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have so much more and I'm, I am so blessed and that's, that is uh, um, that's available, mm-hmm. you know, but like I are, I know that our relationship is very unique and it is. we're at, we're at the extreme end mm-hmm. of open. I think so. And I think, you know, a lot of times it's just loving your birth mother because I know without our birth moms and our birth fathers, we wouldn't be mommies and daddies. And so I have a high esteem for our birth moms because mm-hmm. we, we, we wouldn't be moms uh, if it weren't for them. And mm-hmm. I, so no matter what happens, um, you know, uh, we wouldn't be mommies. And so I really, no matter what their lifestyle is, I want to make sure that birth moms know that. And so it's very difficult for me, too, to understand that part. Elaine, um, what do you feel contribute to that part? Because you could very easily just say, you know, this is my child and boohoo on this birth mother. Mm-hmm. What made you different? Was it your upbringing? Um, what caused you to really care enough 
um, that might help other adoptive parents listening in right now? Well, I think one factor is I had been a mom for seven years, mm-hmm. so Alicia didn't make me a mom. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to feel threatened that this other mom was there. You know, I, I already knew who I was as a mom and had that confidence built up. But I, I feel like the times I would see Shauna and Alicia together, again, it affirmed it for me, it affirmed it for Shauna. And I just want to make one thing clear. It, it's not always easy. It has not always been easy. Mm-hmm. You know, Shauna was a very young teenager, mm-hmm. um, very young woman when we met her. Mm-hmm. And there have been times that have been difficult. When mm-hmm. you get married and you have mm-hmm. in-laws that are a whole different world, a whole different family, mm-hmm. or close relationships with friends, mm-hmm. it isn't easy. There are times where you have to sit down and talk and mm-hmm. negotiate things mm-hmm. and find out how your life, you know, we would mm-hmm. want to know what's going on in Shauna's life. and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we haven't been as close at all times. Mm -hmm. There were Mm -hmm. times we weren't as close. But I would say for the last four or five years, we've been Mm -hmm. consistently close. Mm -hmm. But those are things, if you've made the commitment, you have to work through it. We've gone Mm -hmm. to counseling a couple times to Mm -hmm. an adoption counselor here and said, okay, we're dealing with this issue. How does that work out? And we've read books and sought advice and um, just working hard mm-hmm. when you're committed to something. That's right. just the kind of person I am. You can ask yeah. my husband. He might l- not want me to be that way sometimes. <laughs> no. But, yes. you know, I just think it's very important to work hard. And when some when you're called to something, when God puts someone in your life mm-hmm. that's a permanent person in your life, mm-hmm. even though they don't have a defined role, you work on it and God reveals things mm-hmm. to you and counsels you and guides you along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Shauna's uh, nodding your head back and mm-hmm. forth too. And I, and I think that commitment to, you know, this one special little girl, as we mentioned before, I think that's really important. I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. Shauna, how does your mother's role as a birth grandmother, does that feel okay with you now? I mean, you have a better relationship with your mother now. Do you think the adoption actually brought you closer together? In a lot of ways, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom really has made an effort to be Alicia's grandmother. The boys and Alicia, they all call my mom Yama. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom also has two more grandchildren, um, not mine, but my sister's. And so she, you know, she's getting some more, some more grandchildren. Mm -hmm. But um, if it wasn't for the the offer for my mm-hmm. mom to be in her life, it was a really big step for me mm-hmm. to be able to want that and to see that that's something that I wanted for my life. That's great. So, Man, yeah. that's, I think, is a, another a wonderful gift, too. If you were, first off, Sean, if you were to do this all over again, would you have changed anything about the way your adoption uh, was done? No, I wouldn't You would keep anything. it the same thing. Mm-hmm. Elaine, ha- would you change anything about the adoption, the way it was done, if you look back now 10 years later? Um, no, I would say that there are so many things that are unexpected that come up, mm-hmm. but I, I wouldn't change anything. I, it, sometimes it's nice to feel more prepared, but that's mm-hmm. just not how life is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think the relationship with um, Shauna's mom, there have been times where Shauna, actually, she lived out of the country for a while, and she's been, you know, growing up and having her own life. And there were times when her mom was the more involved birth family person, you know, mm-hmm. And Alicia looks like her mom. Everybody mm-hmm. has said how much Alicia looks like her mom. And, you know, her mom knows so much about our life and stays at our house, too. And we just have um, such a great relationship. And she's a Christian, and we talk about Alicia sometimes, and many times we just talk about each other's lives. Mm-hmm. It's our own. Like, Shauna and I have our own relationship. Mm-hmm. Aside from Alicia, we've become really close friends. We're alike in many ways. We both love 
um, sewing and creativity and different things. So it's nature and nurture for Alicia. Yeah. And I just feel like it's something that God really called us to, and it's been such a blessing yeah. in the relationship with Shauna and her mom. Well, thank you so much. Well, thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Elaine, for both taking the time out of your busy days to share your life and story with us. I appreciate you both. And if you'd like to learn more about this, please visit our website at letstalkadoption.com. We've enjoyed having you both on the show. If you'd like to know more about adoption, please visit our site. Send your questions over at info at letstalkadoption.com. This is Marty Caldwell. Until next week. Thank Have a wonderful God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.